Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Hello and welcome, Southgate Fantasy League. A short, quick turnaround. Uh, you'll be listening to this one quickly after the last, I would imagine. Um, but you got to keep rolling along with it. And it started on the weekend and we saw some ripping results. But who have I got with me? Well, in a worn out co-host chair now, Scotty Miller. How's it feeling? Oh, g'day, Brian. Fuck, you look good seven days later. I've, um, I've managed to um, keep the tools away again this week, so that's two weeks in a row. So maybe I uh, that's not my calling, the old mobile mechanic, so we'll just put that one to bed. Hey, you, would, <laughs> you wouldn't know it. I haven't slept since the last time we recorded, but you would not know it. I'm looking fine. I'm ready to go. Absolutely buzzing. Um, but... Who can join us on this journey? Chris Martin, had a good week? Yeah, I have had a good week, Brian. Um, yeah, I'm glad you shaved your mo because I wasn't a big fan of that in the last pod. So it's good to see you clean shaven for this one. You do what you do. You got to bounce back. Um, I had a poor result and I thought maybe that was the issue. Um, so we've had a dip. Uh, just like your team had an issues last week, but then it bounced back nicely. So... A good result. Look, we always start the pod where um, where it deserves to go, and that's reviewing last pod and eating some words. Um, I don't I don't think we made too many errors in our reviews of this and and so on. There might be a couple on the way through that I would remember, but look, an obvious one that we popped up a few times is about Pickford. We sort of threw him under the bus there. Um, said we didn't think he, you know, we thought he was done. Chris, you in particular said you were likely to get rid of him um, and you followed through. Well, um, yeah, I traded him out. Um, I thought he'd be garbage. Um, turns out he was going to go on to make about 12 saves and uh, keep a clean sheet. So who could have predicted that? I didn't predict it. You didn't predict it. Scotty didn't predict it. So do we all need to eat words to start off? Or Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I need to eat more words about the, um, the toppy players. I thought it was. I predicted it as as a goal fest, and um, and put a few on the on the heap, and um, just a nil all draw. Um, so I'll, I'll happily munch on them. Num num num. Really, it was a nil all draw. I thought I thought the defenders not only kept a clean sheet but even scored a goal. Didn't Cody score? Um, yeah, apparently not. Like, cause, like, um. VAR only works for one team. Um, so, unfortunately, the Toffees aren't that one special team. So, um, didn't count. So, we walked away nil all. Yeah, LRS let you down, mate. Yeah. Liverpool review system. Very controversial. Didn't do its job for you. Did Nuri say that um, the bloke in the box down in the bunker um, kind of cheated a little bit? In in a certain team's favour, so yeah, he showed you no Mersey side. No, is it, is it only Liverpool? Because I'm pretty sure Crystal Palace had someone in the box uh, this week as well. Absolutely dirty at the decision we copped. Uh, genuinely disgraceful. Which I don't know if you guys saw it. That's actually disgusting. What happened in Newcastle this week? Um, like we get it. We got money. You don't need to pick on us. All right, let us let us play the game. Just let us play. Yeah, well, I think if you, if you look really closely on the um, replay, that he had a, a red shirt underneath. <laughs> but you, like, you don't see the emblem, but 
It's just it's a stinged red. So sure it wasn't a Nottingham Forest shirt. They don't have a sponsor, so are you sure it wasn't there? Uh, potentially. I don't know why you'd be wearing an undershirt, but it was red. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we marched on them. Num, 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 num. Uh, we did not see, yeah, uh, we thought a goal fest. And um, at the same time, you said that Everton defenders, you sort of sold them out, didn't see them doing well. Liverpool defence, we also said, have been garbage. Um, literally threw them into the dog food, the Liverpool defence, all of them. Do we need to munch on that as well? Um, well, I think they got lucky, didn't they? So it's like a half munch. It's a half munch. It's a nibble. <laughs> it's a, just just a nibble on the edge. Yeah, it's a Ben. It's a Ben White ice cream, Brian. Yeah, let's call it a um cutting of the crust. Like no one's <laughs> going to eat them, <laughs> but we'll call it a crust. Uh... And Van Dyke should have gotten a red. Um, but once again, the ref was wearing a red shirt under his shirt. So yeah. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, look, I'm sure there was a few other things that we got wrong, but they might pop up as we go through uh, the game week. So let's just jump straight to it, I guess. Let's review the game week, um, the games that were. So the first one was talk about Bruno, my team, home game against Kizz's team. Um, look, this one we thought was uh, going to be one-way traffic, I think. Um, we said 100% talk about Bruno was what Winviz gave us, or at least at the start of the game, they thought it was all one way. Um, we knew after one night that it wasn't going to be all one way. My team's garbage. Uh, 23 <laughs> points against his 40 points. So, look, I think I was leading after the first night by three points and had everyone had played. So, <laughs> 23 on the board. <laughs> um Got a bit, look, not going to lie, got a little bit ripped off with a few results there. Target, um, banked his six points for Newcastle in the back line, but didn't get the start for me. Burn did, and Burn came off the bench with about five minutes to go um, and got me one point instead of banking target six. So that was a mistake on my part, um, and it cost me dearly. Does it cost me the match? No. Uh, my no. team's shit. So having a look, <laughs> Maitland-Niles gets a gets a switch over to Southampton. I thought, oh, could be in for an Emilio here. Bring him in. 17 minutes. That's all he played. Garbage. Uh, one point. Kulisevsky decides he's going to have a rest this week for Tottenham. Comes on. Make sure he just gets me one point. <laughs> uh, Sterling decides to do nothing for Chelsea this week. Aronson decides to do nothing for a Leeds team that got a copped an absolute barrage. Uh, Lingard decides to do nothing after resting last week. Um, two points. Armstrong did his job for one week and then decides to go quiet. And Darwin Nunes couldn't reward me after holding him onto the bench for his dumb foolery of uh, headbutting. Held onto him for three weeks. Thought he'd return the favour. Turns out he's just been drinking and dare ice coffees on the sideline for a long time. <laughs> couldn't do anything. It's <laughs> an evidence that concedes goal for fun. So well, that's uh, what you get for emotional attachment, Brian. Oh, it serves you right. You're absolutely correct. But one guy who, you know, I thought I actually thought I got rid of him. Um, Patterson called him dog shit last week. Thought I got rid of him. Turns out I didn't. And he's the only <laughs> bloke who's caused what <laughs> 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 Six points for Patterson. Uh, Larice made sure that he conceded late and cost me any clean sheet points. So thanks a lot for that, Larice. And um, my team rolls on 23 points, absolute garbage. We look at. On, on Patterson, 
he um he looks really good. All jokes aside, he um he's had a pretty solid start to the season. They weighed him mm. after the game, and somehow he put on weight. And then they checked his pockets and out fell fucking half a Liverpool team. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played a lot, but he definitely had a good game. Credit to him. And uh yeah, really shut down some of the Liverpool wingers. Um no, it was it was a good game from him. You're right. I saw you guys trying to jinx him big time. Um, but he actually just played a real solid game and credit to him. Um, Kizza's team, let's talk about something positive. Kizza uh getting up and about there, Goita. Shouldn't have seven points. Conceded a known goal against Newcastle. Um, somehow gets overruled. So just another one in Kiz's favour there and just the gods trying to punish me for some reason in two ways. Um, seven points. Good result for you, Kizza. Um, fuck you, VAR. Um, but really, it came down to one match for him. Um, Kilman was solid with six points, but it, his team was as garbage as mine all across the board except for one man. Um, a man who had a goal disallowed. A man who scored two. Um, a man who's been in team of the week multiple times now um, in the cow paddock, Alexis McAllister. Uh, <laughs> fucking Alexis McAllister pops up and buries 14 points. Uh, and that just not only got him over the line against me in what could have been a close match if he actually had people fail to perform, it put him, you know, well ahead in the end. Um, a very, very comfortable win, boosting him up to 40 points there. So a uh, good result, Kizza. And Maybe still the slightest of sniffs if, um, with that draw up his sleeve. If he can go on undefeated, you never know. Might be able to snag something this season. Yeah, he also got bullshitted by VAR, Brian. Um, I know you want the narrative to be that you were ripped off by VAR, but McAllister kicked an absolute rip snorter that was disallowed from a guy being offside who didn't even touch it. And no one was stopping that shot. It was the biggest load I've ever seen. So yeah, you're not VAR wrong. had a Mendy. Yeah, VAR's had a genuine Mendy. You're not wrong about that. Um, yeah, he probably deserved more points, McAllister. But would you ever expect McAllister to get 14 to begin with? Like, get <laughs> like he should have got more. He should have got more. And he's, that 14 is the best score he's ever got. So, <sighs> Christ, uh, no, he's had a real laugh there. Um, Alexander Arnold still the pyramid camel one point there. Uh, James one point. Um, bit of regular James, isn't he? he? Got a yellow card this week, and they conceded to West Ham. Probably should have conceded another, um, but we'll get to that later, won't we? Mm. Um, but yeah, good good result for Kizza. Um, bouncing along, um, back in the hunt after a slow start to the season. But we always rated his team pretty well, didn't we? So it was always a team that could bounce back. I got to say though, I think he's only got one trade done though, so. Time to get a move on with the trades, buddy. Um, don't want to be copping fines. Uh, that's right. I'll give you. Um, I'll give you Antonio for McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that one's a mid, one's a forward. You're gonna have to do a two way trade there. But, uh, um, I've already yeah. traded Antonio for um, Richarlison, so it's all good. Oh yeah, good trade. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, let's get going. Uh, the next game. Um, this one. Just uh, talking about Antonio. Did you see when he um when he squared up to I remember who it was out of the spat. Oh, it might have been James. It's James. Yeah, it was when they were when they faced off, and you see how he kept pulling his shorts up over his quads the whole time, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't stop looking at it. That'd be, 
fucking in the series. It's like he was trying to intimidate him by pulling his shorts after showing him. He got his, his Adama Traore. Yeah, say, that's real Rob Traore type territory, isn't it? Although, <laughs> you know, I saw Pogba do that once to Shelby. He once, uh, Shelby was having to dip at him. And so then he tried to rid Shelby and then to prove that he was a better player, he literally pulled his shorts up and showed him his quads going. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're not showing their quads. Hey, you're talking to Shelby. He's got alopecia as if you have to go to quads. It was interesting. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, well. Oh, my word. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> we got sidetracked. The next game, um, cop it like it's hot. Cop it like it is hot um, at the Bunsen burner. was hosting your team, Scotty. You gave yourself no chance. Um, didn't see how you could win this one. Um, you're the real underdog. That's what you said. So you might need to eat on those words because you got a result there, 36 to 38, a two-point win. Win Viz, 100% on the money. They said a two-point win. They just weren't sure which way. It turns out your way. So... Lucky you. It's um, it's if you ever want to eat some words, it's those, isn't it? Fuck, they were good words to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and fuck, did we come back on the on the party bus on the way home? Um, yeah, we uh, just talked up all week how we how we might just be a sniff and um, didn't stop talking about it really. Um, and the result just uh, spoke for itself. Um, it doesn't matter about how much you win by. It's just getting the win. Um, we haven't talked about scoring big this season. It's about just getting the job done. So, um, yeah, 38 to 36. Um, I think Benny's just uh, suffered from a bit of altitude sickness there. Um, he's not used to being up the top. And um, I think it's starting to get to him. So... He's never really tasted the full success in any fantasy, no matter what sport it is. So <laughs> I think he's uh, just feeling the pinch now, and um, and we've just swooped in and uh, got the chockies. So we'll start looking at my team. Yeah, look, Scotty. Uh, before you go on, I just wanted to say you make a really good point. You know else? You know who else made a really good point? Tom Lynch, cracking point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was fuck. I don't know what the controversy was. Definitely the post. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the post. I don't think anyone who's seen the vision questions whether it was a goal or not, just the fact that the vision was no good. Um, maybe live you would have got a better view, though. Mm-hmm. Or maybe use... How, how wide are the goalposts apart? It's like eight metres or something, isn't it? I'm not 100%. Yeah. Something like that. So we've got eight metres to work with. Probably use... <laughs> Use the seven point eight. Oh, the rest, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we've got those. Um, thirty-eight. I uh, this week the amount of times players got subbed at half time or just after, and really didn't make that. Is it sixty-two minutes to get the second point for minutes played? Just 60, 60. Yeah, 60. Yeah, the amount of times players fell short this week is fuck disgrace. It's uh anyway, I brought on um on Nesliak, so I thought I thought um the 
United Arsenal game would be a shootout. And um, it kind of was, but not the way I thought it might have gone. But um, so I benched a game and brought Meslier on. Because I thought against Brentford, you know, he hasn't been too bad this season. I thought surely, surely might make a few saves, do a kill and special, grab some bonus points for no reason or something like that. <laughs> he walked away for one. It was <laughs> when, when Brentford just kept slamming him in one after the other. I uh, I couldn't believe it. Things not, really to mention, not to mention one of those goals. Did you see how far he came out of the box and then <laughs> fucked it up and got chipped? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he um, yeah, he's had a mare to be honest, but uh, but look, it was a good point. It was a handy point in the in the oh. scheme of things. So we'll take it. Um, Robertson. Uh, Robertson, Liverpool defenders, eh? Um, just the 31 minutes. Um, don't know why he wasn't injured. Just um, change of fortune, just the one. Van Dyke, five. Um, yellow card. Why wouldn't you? We love yellow cards. My boy brought in this bloke, Botman. Now, I dropped out Tarkowski and brought in Botman. And... I'm lucky that he scored six because so did so did Tarkowski. And if I had a lost, if Newcastle had have conceded and I had a lost, I would have been filthy. But it was a good move. Um, Elmeron, three, Casemiro, another solid one. Like the bloke just punches out solid ones. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how he does it every week, but and they fuck they were good. Um, Ericsson for each sealed the game. I was actually had a mishap too. It was like one fifty eight. Um, was it Monday morning? That game was on. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I had a mishap, and I thought I'll just tune into the game. I was watching it in bed, and Archie next to me, Kayla asleep, and I was like, "Fuck, need something." Oh, Barnes gets subbed at 45 minutes at the half. So he gets his one. I knew I had the Almiron coming on for three. So, and Casemiro hadn't come on yet and he didn't start like he was supposed to. Um, so I was like, I need something. And what Christian just delivered, just put on a platter for Rashford. And uh, that was the, uh, the, uh, the, the assist that got me the win. Um, Barnes had won, as we spoke about. Only the 45. Um, up front, I've done it again. The reverse uh, stat padding. Um, Adams, like, I don't know what happened. Like, how how he missed this goal. Like, I don't know. How, like, we spoke about how you could potentially um, miss something so easy. And fuck me, Daddy did it. Like, he actually managed to handball in it from... Uh, twenty centimeters out. <laughs> it's not even a foot, is it? Like, it's it as big a goal as you've ever seen in your life. And he's it was ridiculous. Good um, so yeah, just, just the two points. It would have just been fitting if he had scored. Would have brought the house down. Um, the odd stud finder. Uh, Mitrovic the five. Another another goal, worthy of being in the uh, bullpen. And he's got a knack of scoring and giving away a yellow at the end. He's done it like two or three times this season. Scores a goal and gets angry. I like it. And Harland. 
Well, we we I predicted he might have an off game, and fuck me, Daddy did. He just scored the one goal, um, but crucial. Got the three bonus. Walked away with nine points. I had nothing on the bench, um, and yeah, two point two point win against Benny's team, and fuck, we celebrate. It was good. It was worthy for a team that's done nothing and is hopeless. What a win. Uh, Benny, 36. We'll quickly go through this. Edison, twos. Uh, conceding to um, to Villa. That's just... Uh, that's good value. Um, oh, watch the Chelsea game. Chewell came on four minutes on scores. I could not believe it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, who, who else did he uh, assist to? Bloody habits. So, they're between them two, 16 points. Made up the bulk of the scoring. The rest didn't do much. Um, Matic came on at the end for one. Um, Harrison, the one. De Bruyne, the assist to my boy Harlan for a seven. And that's about it. 36 points. Not good enough. We've left plenty of points on the bench. So, bad management for mine. And uh, he uh, has slipped down to second on the table and let Prissy Boy take over. So, he's... Uh, He's looking a bit vulnerable now, Benny Boy. No alphabetical order here, Benny. No, he's uh, <laughs> definitely let that one slip. As you said, Johnson on his bench seven, Joel Linton with three, Tete with three as well. So he could have had uh, plenty more coming on and could have got the job done there. But, uh, you know, a valuable Casemiro point. Um, Scotty, can you just do me a favour and check your seat for me? Uh, yeah. Is it still the co-host seat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I just thought it was coach of the week seat with how long you took to get to me. I thought just because it was, um, I thought it because it was match of the week, um, that it really needed an in-depth view. And yeah, you said enough. you said that I had fifteen minutes, so I thought I'd use it all. <laughs> no, good result. A big I don't want to. I don't want to add too much, Brian. But um, I know Casemiro's one points that he's been pulling out have been really good, and I've been, you know. I've been pretty fierce in my criticism of you bringing him in, but you know, he's bringing in solid one points each week. So, you know, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Um, I just did want to let you know that you could have Xhaka in your team. who's averaging four. You could have Podence who's averaging four. You could have Matthias who's averaging four. Uh, Norgard who's also averaging four. You could have Wiesa who's averaging four. Um, but, you know, you can stick with Casemiro and bank his one every week if you want. Well, but that's why totally wouldn't you want to have, take the average of one? I don't see get sucked in, Scotty. This is a psych out if I've ever seen it. I wouldn't be getting <laughs> yeah. sucked into that one. No. I know Chris's play. I, uh, I, definitely won't, I definitely won't be getting rid of him. And and generally, I don't know. Like, I, I'm pretty um, quickly posting my reviews on the teams if I get on the pod. So um, this has been no different. So let's move on. Yeah, it's about time. Let's move on. Um, the next game, Rebecca Vardy, Christian's team, 29, taking on Silathan, 46. Nick's team, another big score, didn't want to waste it um, against Christian, is what we said. We said 30 points would get the job done, and he goes and wastes it and drops a big score. Uh, Chris, you were there, though. You talk us through it. I was there, unfortunately. Um, yeah, basically, Christian's doing a good Scotty in, but the owners won't have um and look there's no one really to talk about in his team um richarlison with five who he traded with me this week for antonio so his highest scoring player is 
And I've only just realised, and I find that bloody hilarious. Um, but look, he's brought Fafana in. He's held on to him. So he's gotten emotionally attached to these long-term prospects. Um, Isaac missed an absolute sitter, really. Should have just slotted that one. Um, so he's only brought him two points in the end. And then Mope was always, like Scotty said during the week in the chat, um, was in the right position every time. But um, he can't shoot for shit right now. So let's hope he sorts <laughs> that out for Christian. Just rusty, mate. Just rusty. Rusty, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. Christian knew that. He played him he on the come up, a pretty, up against a pretty good defence, Mope. So... That's true. Feet, so he was never going to score. But there was one where he could have like miskicked it right or left, but he kicked it dead straight into the keeper. <laughs> so not rusty, just bad, bad soccer. Anyway, Nick, Nick wasted his highest score ever on Christian. All you needed was a thirty, mate. Just manage it. Um, you could be up for worst manager of the week now because you've gone out and scored your biggest score against the bye. Um, look, you've had Trippier with eight. Um, you've had Rashford in the middle with 18. Um, it's crazy that he's a, he's a midfielder when really he's a forward. But anyway, um, you had the Boino with eight and um, it's Saka on the bench with seven. So you could have gone even bigger. Um, we're talking coach of the week bigger. So... We'll be looking at you under the microscope come uh, penalty takers. That's for sure. Would have thought so. Uh, let himself down by not getting the coach of the week. You, you, as you said, you don't want to waste your best score against Christian, but if you're going to go for the best score, you better hit the best score. Am I right? Like, Well, you've got to be coach of the week. Otherwise, you're going to be worst coach of the week playing yeah. Christian and getting your biggest score. So you're going big. I see as a zero on the bench. Can you tell me uh, a zero on the field? I should say, who is that player? I've never seen that. I see it doesn't have a logo on the shirt, so I know it's a college <laughs> player. But can you tell me who that is? Renan Lodi, and um, he played ninety minutes, Brian. And the reason he has no points is too many goals conceded, three, and a yellow card. Yeah, against probably the worst team in the competition. I see that his full name is Renan Augusto Lodi dos Santos. So they haven't gone short with um <laughs> with names if wherever he's from. I tell you what, they are uh, he's done his yeah. confirmation three times, it looks like. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the Spanish Santa Claus, Brian. Um, yeah. Doesn't have anything in the bag. All right. Well, what he doesn't have is any points on the field either. So we'll <laughs> be regretting that one for Saka. For sure. But, hey, a good win for Nick's team, especially bottom of the ladder playoff. Gets him well off and um, a chance to climb up the ladder, build some momentum into uh, next season, would have thought, unless there's an absolute capitulation that he's out of contention, but a good um, a good mm. result nonetheless. Um, the next game we had, oh, the uh, the work-off, wasn't it? The, the stay-at-home cup or work-from-home cup, wasn't it? So, Camp Camp, Keel Story taking on European royalty and Milo Jahal. Um and Keelan said, eat shit to Emilio, didn't he? Multiple times. Um, what type of shit was it, Scotty? Can I just confirm? Um, well, we had the option of either the sloppy kind of runny, pooey kind of one. Or <laughs> the, um, what was it? The, the thick, um, I can't remember the exact terminology, but it was thick. Hard. Hard. Yeah, we call it One, a Casemiro. A strainer. <laughs> and, 
And um, yeah, I'm not sure which way it went in the end. There's no real definitive answer. <laughs> Nonetheless, he got the job done. Um, he brought in the drop goat himself, Pope, and Pope delivered me 12 points. Um, huge. I got to say, Pope ended up having nine saves, right? I reckon one of them was a legit save. All the other ones were 25 yards out and they rolled to him and they count as a save. Like, Palace genuinely, genuinely hardly had a shot that was actually dangerous. There was one that I can remember that was a really good save and the rest was pretty pretty easy done. But he gets a save for every one and banks himself 12 points. So a big result for him there. That set up the win. Um, that was his high scorer, the keeper. Cher getting him six. He's emotionally attached to him, so he'd be happy with that. Um, Hoiberg, that's one out of the box, isn't it? When Hoiberg drops a goal for you, for <laughs> you just know you're in a good spot. Um, Welbeck, we put the pressure on him to get Welbeck humming. Um, said he probably needed to change a coach, but he got the job done this week with an assist. I mean, they scored five goals and he got one assist as the centre forward and that's it. So, look, probably still wants to review that. Could have done better in a in a different team, I imagine, but solid five points there. Um, the rest, twos and ones. Son, emotionally attached to him, only two points. Um, Mares emotionally attached, only one point. Zaha, emotionally attached, um, three points. <laughs> and lucky not to have conceded a goal. So, um, some work to be done, but hey. It sounded like the Brownlow, Bry. <laughs> Son, <laughs> emotionally attached to Mares, emotionally attached <laughs> Three votes. Uh, Son, emotionally. Uh, three votes. Um, the next one, if we look at Emilio's team, how did he lose to that? Well, his keeper performed pretty well also. Allison getting eight points. Um, got the one bonus there, four saves. So he must have done a good job to hold Everton at bay there. Um, copping a few shots uh, unexpectedly, I would imagine, but definitely copped a, copped a plastering, managed to hold on to it. Um, Bailey in the midfield getting him eight points. Harry Kane with nine, but the rest, not good. Um, one, one, zero, two, three, two, one. Yeah, not good. His boy Carvalho that he's emotionally attached to, only one point. Um, it's good to see his bench changed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that Martial holding on to them just in case. They, they, they changed it over on the bench, but they didn't actually change personnel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he will be pretty upset, I would imagine, with Man City conceding. That could have been some extra stat padding for him, um, but wouldn't have got the job done. Uh, a clear loss there this week, unfortunately for him. Um, and that brings us to our last game and Coach of the Week game. Didn't uh, we already have that? Say again? Didn't we already have Coach of the Week? Yeah, Scotty reviewed his team, Brian. Didn't put you there. <laughs> No, we're going to add to the bullpen. And this week, Chris, your team, 48 points, uh, high score in the league, getting the job done there, beating Akin Fenwabachi's Duncan team, uh, underwhelming 25 points. So contextually, you were playing a spud team, essentially, but you didn't waste the big score and you put a 48 down. So well done, uh, Coach of the Week. Walk us through the game. I see a smile on your face, but the decision was that something you planned throughout the week or something you felt on the sideline? Yeah, look, Andrew Redbain is a very good penalty saver. Yeah, look, um, Duncan better bring his dick jokes this week because <laughs> he didn't bring a good score. Let's put it that way. And look, he started off stat padding with his keeper who got a six and then he had Gross who got five. It could have been way more, to be honest. That guy had about 40 shots. But um, 
yeah, everyone else just twos and ones. Um, yeah, Alvarez zero on the bench too. So he couldn't have really done anything about it. But yeah, not great. Um, Good to see you put stones on as well and cashed in. Learn <laughs> <laughs> from his mistakes. Clearly remembered there was a game because he changed the team. Yeah, well, if only he had Brian's time travel machine, he um he might have done a bit better, and he could go back in time and put stones on, and then take him off for this week. But wasn't to be. Um, look, let's be honest. I didn't manage very well this week. Um, I started off by trading out Pickford, who I, I don't even want to look at how many points he got because he had a million saves and kept a clean sheet. So I could only imagine he went sky high. Um, and I brought in Bazunu because I thought, yeah, you know. This guy's not going to play anyone that good. He's playing against the Wolves. They're very defensive. I don't think they're going to score. Um, but they did score. And um, he didn't really make any saves. So he only got two points. Kukurea, um, Look, going to have to trade him out. Because um, Chilwell came on and uh, scored a goal within 10 minutes. <laughs> so I've got the feeling Kukurea won't be starting next game after Chilwell did that. Tommy Yasu got subbed on late. He only got me one point. Saliba got the yellow card and then conceded three, so he got zero. So no stat padding for me out of my first four players at the back. Gundogan um, could have had more goals, but people couldn't finish good work. Only got the two. And then Fernandez magic through ball to rip out my heart, got seven. Trossard, absolutely killing it. And, um, you know, I copped some pressure last week from Scotty, but I held firm. I held firm after the pod kept him in the team. 12 points, uh, and then Tone, uh, just the hat trick, and it was beautiful. That third goal where he just takes his time and then just chips it nicely over the defender and into the goals, beautiful, 17 points. Um, wasn't much I could do. Could have brought Antonio on, but um, I've traded him for Richarlison instead. Um, I can't have anyone that shows their quads off mid-game. So, yeah, brought in Richarlison, <laughs> the um, crazy Brazilian. So let's see what can happen. Well, hopefully he pulls your shirt off again after he doesn't score. <laughs> <laughs> Cops a yellow card for absolutely nothing. Well, oh, I've got the quad shower traded for the um, tit Noah. So we'll see what he does this week. But hopefully he slots a few. Uh, look, I'm going to have to munch some words. I called out Fernandez, said I don't see him doing anything. And I said Trossard's a piece of crap. Uh, Tony <laughs> do anything so gonna have to munch on those ones so yum 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 cross yeah, and you had a time machine too brian so that shit house by you and i know my team scored sub 30 so i've really had a bear haven't i uh not enough time mm. in the day to use the time machine clearly um, mm. do the job there but um good result back on top of the ladder any hard games left or are you cruising to a championship oh i've got some hard games left brian um that's for sure i've got a big one this week Taking on Benny Boy. Um, this puts Scotty right back in it. Um, I don't know who Scotty wants to lose, but one of us is going to lose and that's going to bring us right back to the pack. Um, and then I've got you. And um, let's just hope your time machine's broken. And don't you be calling Scotty to come and fix it. Because uh, I do not need you beating me, Brian. <laughs> well, right, so don't you be calling your favourite son, Scotty, to come and fix your time machine because I will not be happy. I'm going... I'm going full Newcastle now. My team's garbage, so I'm just going to draft in full Newcastle and hope they get on a run here. So <laughs> it'll be um, Newcastle versus Chris, except minus Isaac Wilson, because he's picked up at the moment with a red flag. 
Brian, I'm pretty sure Christian will be happy to trade you Isaac by that stage. Yeah, look, I think Christian might trade you Alexander Isaac um, just to get the fun of it going because he's not winning many games. But um, he's emotionally attached to all these players, so I'm going to be absolutely filthy if they suddenly all come through in round nine and cost me any chance of the title. I'd be absolutely filthy. Yeah, I don't imagine it happening, but um, hey, I'd take Isaac. Um, I'm a big fan. I'm liking his work early. Um, get around the tune. Mm-hmm. Um, Scotty, got any questions for Coach of the Week? Uh, oh, I think you're the main danger to me. I think you've got a far superior team to Benny Boy, so I think you're my strongest competition on the run home. Um, Is that a question or a statement, Scotty? <laughs> It's more agree with in your favour, but um, uh, are you going to make any big changes this week? I know you you love love a change. Um, any trades on the uh, horizon that you well, want to disclose in, on the pod for everyone? Just Antonio for Richarlison. Um, any others on the pipeline that we don't know about yet? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't really been able to go to the scrap heap. All my changes have been through trades with other people um, because when you're winning all the time, you don't get a good position in the waiver line, so you can't really bring in anyone. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been a real problem I've had. Um, you've probably suffered a ser- similar experience. <laughs> well, luckily, maybe Brian can run us through what it's like <laughs> yeah. to be. No, I missed out on most of mine as well because I I started hot. I made a grave error by starting hot, and now I'm just on the absolute decline and can't pick up anyone either. I keep missing out, but I finally drifted down to like ninth position. So this week, Anthony, you're coming to me. And Christian, don't listen. <laughs> I think I think Duncan might be higher on the waiver line, Brian. Oh shit, he'll probably listen. So I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Um, imagine having first waiver every week and still losing every game. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not great. <laughs> it's very oh, North buddy. Melbourne, isn't it? Yeah, it's very. If it, if it lingers done? into season two or three, you know it's Carlton-like. Uh, <laughs> if it's a one-off, well, maybe maybe not. <laughs> Have you had as Piliqueta for the whole season, Chris? Uh, yes, I have. Well, that's attached. That is... so I've, um, I've tried to trade him, and then I even put him on the waiver wire, but as I said, I didn't get my waivers. So he's just stuck around my team, not by choice, but he keeps getting rejected. You don't want to, like, maybe exercise a free agent or something? Maybe. I've tried to, but everyone I go to bring in is not going to score. Like, their average is, like, two or three. It's not even... Uh, it's the fucking 7.30 cutoff, Scott. It does him every week. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm doing the pre-show um, <laughs> on Optus, so I don't have time to look. Oh, that's rough. Um yeah, look, you're emotionally attached to a couple. Let's bring it up. You're emotionally okay. attached to players. It's working for you, but it's not working for you. Um, Saliba? Oh, I don't know about that. He scored me a 14 one week and got me the win. Since? You've only had him for like two weeks, haven't you? That was I traded trade. for him in week five, I think. No, week four, so, yeah. Week three? You got 14 in week three. Oh, yeah. Negative, so got a negative one week two. 14, seven, doing well. Uh, yeah. One and zero the last two weeks. Yeah. I guess he, you know, played some good opposition, I guess. 
Uh, you attached, though. Like, you, are you going to admit that? Like, you you brought him in, so yeah. there was a, there was intent to bring him in from the get go because of the emotions, uh, and then since then you're now holding him when he's not performed well. To be fair, I'm emotionally attached in a way where I know the Arsenal defense, and I know that him and Gabriel are the ones that are going to play, whereas the others are going to be subbed in and out for each other. So it's more for stability of play. So that's why I've kept him more than anything. Okay, so you're emotionally attached. You you agree? <laughs> that's right. I'm emotionally attached. <laughs> what what if you um what if you don't move him on this week and um Mopay scores? Oh look, well I've jinxed the fuck out of Mopay now, haven't I? So hundred <laughs> percent going to score. <laughs> so is it? So is it not bad as it either? What's that? Is it bringing Everton players this week? Is that the call? No, I think I'm going to sub cash on because he's due. He's 100% due. Is he 100% playing? He's in yellow at the moment. Yeah, it's a good point, Brian, but I think if I just put him on, he's either going to play or not play, and then I'll take the bench player. Okay, fair point. Um, Can't wait for him to come on for five minutes and score a Casemiro one. (laughs) That's going to be the solid Casemiro one. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Casemiro, Scotty, Chris is in need of a defensive midfielder. Who do you suggest? Um, I think um, a bloke named Declan's available. <laughs> Declan Rice. Yeah, look, uh, uh, I'll stick with Martinelli. I mean, Eze, I traded for him. If you want to see an emotionally attached player, I'm emotionally attached to Eze because he has not done anything since I traded him in, Scotty. Well, who did I get? I traded you for him. Who did you give me again? Uh, was it... There was a real merry-go-round going it on. Was, I think you gave me Trossard. It was Trossard, and then <laughs> you traded him for Gray? No, nah, for Rice. Oh, for Rice. But then Gray got mixed up in there somewhere, and I think I traded Gray to Christian for Trossard. Trossard for easy. Trossard got done for Rice. And then... Oh, when was... Did he get scrap heaped and picked up? I can't see Trossard anywhere else. Oh, yeah, okay. I got him off the scrap heap. But I traded Gray for someone else. So you managed to get a waiver through. That's... um, No, that was a free agent. Free agent, Scotty. Wow. So everyone's let Trossard through to the free agency, which is... uh, yeah, bad form by everyone in the league. Is that a, a, a first for this league in any season that a player that's been traded um, ends up back on the same team? So, you, look, we traded Eze for Trossard. You've kept Eze and somehow Trossard's found his way back onto your team. <laughs> that's emotional attachment if you've ever seen it. Isn't it? <laughs> Trading a guy away. <laughs> Pulling him back in off the waivers is emotionally as attached as I've ever seen in my life. But uh, no, look, I was pulling in Emilio, I dropped him off at the station, and then as I was driving home, I went, I want him back. And I drove and I met him at the other end of the line as he got off the train. I said, Mate, you're back in. You got off the leads, you dropped off the leads, and you're like, Yeah, come on, buddy, I'll stop here and (laughs) cash in. I just need to get his mindset right. I needed him to do that sad train trip and just make him feel like it was real, like this could be all over. But um, I've brought him back on the gravy train, baby, and isn't he firing? Yeah, 
as you said, video easy, not firing as much. He probably contributed at least four of the easiest saves that Pope's ever had to make. So. <laughs> Genuinely just rolled. Are you going to um, are you going to back in the uh, Bazuno against the stud finder this week? Uh, nah, Martin is back in because he loves a penalty save. So just got him in there, even though his team sucks, but he seems to make a shit ton of saves. Who, so. who are they playing this week? That's a good question. Uh, oh, the rampage in Leicester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The audacity to have that as a hard game. Like, that's... I was just saying that. The red four. Yeah. That's on the bottom. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> We've started like a piece of crap. Oh, man. Uh, You've got to love that. got to pay close attention to that sort of stuff at the moment, don't you? But, um, mm-hmm. all right. Well, no, Chris, be good. Um, did we even review your opponent? Sorry, I can't remember. Oh, this did. has been a long coach of the week. <laughs> I actually, actually lost track um, if we even bothered looking at how bad uh, Duncan's team was or not with 25 points. Um, oh, pretty bad. I, I think you did mention Gross there and Saar, didn't you? So, yeah, we definitely did. Um, okay, let's go to the bullpen. Um, it's been a while since we've talked the bullpen, so I'll refresh your memory. Um <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, the Matadors, uh, we got Edge, Postacoglu, Mourinho, and Scott Miller. Is there anyone to <laughs> drop or add? Um, uh, um, I reckon Frank Lampard did a really good job. Wow, okay. We're adding Lampard in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lampard. I like it. I agree. I mean, the only one who couldn't score against the leaky Liverpool defence, but... <laughs> well, he did score and then it got disallowed, so that's not his fault. Not what his fault the ref was wearing a red shirt under his uh, shirt. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, um, just, uh... The bullpen, we need to cut. If you want to add to the bullpen, you've got to cut someone because we've got five. It's full. Uh, Holland, yeah. Tony, Jesus, Firmino and Mitrovic are currently in there. Hmm... Um, I think Mitrovic should be um Chris. <laughs> no, read that out again, Brian. I'm not no nah, Mitro's been unbelievable. I'm not falling uh, out. All right. Firmino. Um Oh Firmino, yeah, <laughs> straight out. <laughs> Have we ever had anyone notice the bullpen to the dog fruit in one week? <laughs> The guy scored what? He had three assists or something and a goal the week before. Then he scores a goal against Newcastle. And then it's like, nah, Nunez is back. So just go back to the bench. (laughs) Yeah, if Klopp's benching you and you've done that well, you're not a bull. No, it's um, so unfortunate. Well, I say unfortunate, but it cost Ben this week too. He just copped the one point um, against you, Scotty. Did he lose? He did lose, so <laughs> definitely costly for him. Uh, that trade not looking quite as good now, um, although I can't remember what he gave Duncan peanuts anyway, wasn't it? So, Yeah. yeah. But uh, to take him out, we have to chuck McAllister in. I think that guy was a freak show on the weekend, and he's been doing it for a couple of weeks now. So, In fairness, that's, him- what, that's what the cow paddock's for, is the upgrade, and he... Uh... He got himself up there. So McAllister in, Firmino out. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the drop goats, we got Chilwell, Pope, Fernandez. We had Alanga and Mendy on notice. Mm. 
Yeah, let's be honest. After Mendy got clipped by someone's big mm-hmm. toe and a trailing foot, and you know what? It won his team the game. But my God, the guy parried the ball, realised that he's a moron because he's just parried the ball to the top of the box. As soon as he sees that, fakes an injury, rolls around on the ground. That's a disgrace. Like he I think he's already always... on notice. He was already oh. on notice, and then he goes and does that. And don't get me wrong, he's got he's won his team a game there. He's banked three points for his team. But that's what the drop goats is about. It doesn't mean they're not good scorers, but they're cheats. And um, Mendy oh. is a cheat. He's Brian. I don't want to just put him in the drop goat pen. I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's captain of the drop goat pen. Really, he's Fernandez. I watched the Man U game and Fernandez wasn't even that bad this week. He whinged and whined like he normally does to the ref. He complained but, to the ref for 10 minutes and then he went to the VAR. I know I'm saying that, but he didn't drop that many times. He <laughs> dropped maybe once. But Mendy, that was a disgrace. He is captain of the drop goats. All right, yeah. captain of the drop goats. Uh, he's a keeper. How much contact do you get as a keeper? How can you drop that much as a keeper? That's an absolute disgrace. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Pope is in there as well, though, remember. So we've got a couple of them in the <laughs> drop go pets. <laughs> hey, they know what to do. Uh, Ramsdale, he was trying to drop goat the other day, wasn't he, when he got ripped to the ground? Mm, yeah, well, nah, he's he's a good boy. I'm fine with Ramsdale. Yeah. And that didn't get disallowed, so he needs to work on his drop goat. He needs to the work problem on was, his problem was he didn't drop. That was the issue with that. He stayed up like an idiot. Anyway, does someone have to come out, Brian? Do we have to take uh, someone? No, no, uh, because we have one, two, three. He's the fourth member. Alanga's on notice. He's not actually in the pen. He's oh, just okay. uh, yeah. there's a warrant yeah. out for his uh, drop. He doesn't play. Yeah. Who are the play. other ones in there at the moment again? Uh, Chilwell, because he flopped in that first game for the penalty. Pope, we discussed last episode, Fernandez and Mendy. I'm surprised Gordon hasn't got more of a mention because... He does love rolling around a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we'll put him on standby. Yeah, I think he should be on notice. On notice. All right, we're putting Gordon on notice. It's more annoying when it's your own team who do it. And then Miggy Almiron is very close it. as well. He's very close as well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, he pops every now and then in bad times. Um, not good mm-hmm. at it either. Real obvious, should be carded sort of stuff. Um, what about the cow paddock? We've got um, Antonio Bowen, Video Easy, and Luis Diaz. Um, you just upgraded McAllister, so there is a spot free. Yeah. Um, look, I think I might have to take video easy out because he's just not done enough. Okay. Surely, uh, surely Ericsson's pushing. He's not even in my team, but watching him the other day, he's pushing for sure. Okay. Putting Ericsson in the cow paddock. He's uh, starting to push. Yeah, um, the dog food. We've got Shaw, Rice, Travers, and the Liverpool defense. I'm not sure if we want to renege on that or not. But... <laughs> um, and just a reminder: the pair of the camels, Alexander Arnold, um, being ridden by Deli Ali. Yeah. Okay. So is Maguire in the dog? Food? No, he's not currently in the dog food. Uh... Well, if you're the captain of one of the biggest sides in the Premier League and you can't even start a game, I think you're dog food. So should I put Lascelles in there as well? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got the nose full there. I uh, reneged on it as soon as I said it. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, chuck him in as well, Brian. If he's not, if he's a captain, he's not starting. Well, actually, that technically goes past the five limit of the dog food, but the dog food does get mashed up and can go into multiple tins. So we got plenty of room in the dog food pile, don't we? Yeah, we got plenty of room. Um, yeah, for, I tell you what, for me, Joe was really lucky. He was a camel before he had that big game. <laughs> <laughs> Real lucky. Bloody eyes. Uh, um, um, I don't really no more. I don't think there's any camels. I didn't notice any on the weekend. No, nah, um, I don't think so. I don't nah. think there's anyone out there ready to die. Uh, just you know, skirting the perimeters of Egypt. But um, yeah. We'll keep I mean, we could, we could say Pepe might have gone out there. Um, late late transfer on loan. Um, but he's not quite Deli Alley, so I'll give him a chance at the moment. Yeah, fair play. All right, well, there is another round of the bullpen um, and another round of Coach of the Week. Well done, Chris. Uh, absolutely pinging along, top of the league, flying. Don't see how you don't get the job done with only, what, three game weeks left. So, um, yeah, maybe one more week to get over the line and then it should be smooth sailing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's words like that that fill you with confidence in this league, Brian. There's nothing like a can't see how, how you don't get it done from here. Hey, last week, like. everything we, we got everything right, just about. So, um, except for Trossard, McAllister, uh, Fernandez, um, Bigford. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we'll be right. Gold. Uh, okay, speaking of people who got it right, what about the team of the week? Um, let's have a look there at the team of the week. I sent you guys, we've got the Nestle team of the week this week, 123 points, another competitive one, good result in there. Um, 4-4-2 again, 4-4-2 getting the job done, another one. Um, starting off with the keepers, so the Nestle keepers, oh, this week, I'll tell you what, they had it easy done. Um, this was your Kit Kat Chunkies. Because the balls came through and they were dribbling on the ground and collecting a fair bit of dirt on the way through there. Very chunky balls to collect for Pope. Um, 12 points. Got the easiest saves you've ever seen in your life, all nine of them. Um, 12 Kit Kat chunkies, demolished them, ate them nice. Uh, Allison, also on the Kit Kat chunkies. Um, not quite as good. His were just a plain favorite, but Pope chucked a couple of the caramel ones in there as well on the Kit Kat chunkies, but. Uh, Allison just the eight regulars, um, bite-sized ones, didn't commit fully. Um, just happy to be out of the Liverpool defense and get a clean sheet for a change, eight points there. Um, a good result for him. Uh, Chris, your boys in the back line. Yeah, look, Brian, didn't have any boys in the back line, but I'm happy to run through that um, squad for you. Um, look, Nestle runs its operation out of the Amazon rainforest out near Brazil. So... Uh, Tiago Silva did his job by cutting down eight Amazon rain trees. Um, Chilwell came came in late to the piece, but he got 10 trees cut down. Um, so good work, Chilwell. Um, Trippier, he came in just a sweet eight trees, bang, straight down. Kilman, uh, six, six rainforest trees cut down. Um, very well done. And Botman, who I just traded out, also cut down six trees. So well played. Yeah, so the palm the palm oil straight to the Nestle flavor gives it that juicy taste, which is cutting down trees of the Nestle team of the week. Um, Scotty, the midfield, uh, midfield, uh, the uh, hottest property on the market at the moment, Matt Gallister. Um, well, he uh, 
he's gone with your uh, your Nestle kind of gold coffee, which is also uh, sorry Nescafe gold coffee, which is under the, the Nestle banner, um, which is quite <laughs> wide and got a good variety to it. So he's uh he's had fourteen coffee uh, cups of uh, Nestle Nescafe gold. Um, he's he's partner in crime. Uh, Chris's favourite player who his uh, attachment is um, yeah, nearly requiring surgery at the moment. Um, he's also gone with the gold. They've shared they've shared the same uh, tin of it, and uh, he's gone and made twelve cups. So they've they've gone pretty much through a whole tin of this shit, and uh, they've had twenty six cups between them. Um, Hoberg's gone with just your original uh, blend forty three. Um, you know not. Not as uh, high in uh, quality and variety. He's only had the nine cups of that. Um, but Mr. Rashford, he's gone your espresso, Nescafe. Um, he's had 18 cups and he's just buzzing. Um, he, he, uh, he looked at the Arsenal defence and he just uh, zoomed away. Uh, and on the pine, I didn't even know this bloke even existed, but um, Bailey, um, I think he plays for uh, Aston Villa or something. And um, How much coffee did he have, Scott? He's just had eight of the little pods. Eight uh, pods? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Nescafe made pods and I didn't even know Bailey existed. So he just had eight of those little pods and uh, ran it up that uh, midfield team. Yeah, big result there um, across the midfield for Nescafe there. Um, yeah, absolutely busting on the coffee. It's rumoured that the coffee, all of those shits were put together and that's what Elmo had to eat um, after they had that much coffee. So you can only imagine how that came out and what it looked like, but um, filthy nonetheless. Chris, I'll let you uh, tie up the forward line as well. Yeah, look, Brian, um, Tony, he got in on the action too and... Um... He had some coffee too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all Nestle do. They cut down trees and make coffee. Um, yeah, look, he um he's had those pods too, Scotty, but um he wasn't aware that one pod did you a full coffee. So he's gone in and just done the one shot, and then grabbed another pod, and he's done it until he's filled the whole cup to the top. And he's gone bang, and was he buzzing? And he just pulled out 17 <laughs> sweet points. Then Harland, he's, he's had a sip of his baby blood and he went, you know what this needs? This needs some Nestle coffee just to help wash it down. <laughs> he's dropped in some Nestle coffee. Was it Blend 43? I think that's what he's going with. And he's smashed that down just to nine points. And then um, Harry Kane, he came in and he said, um, I'm pretty boring. I drink tea. I think uh, Nestle do tea. Um Oh, that's not tea. That's coffee. And he's got nine sweet points. <laughs> they do as well. a they do a nice um, cappuccino um, sachet, oh. which might be up Kane's alley. <laughs> oh man, a child, I can't believe we got stuck on coffee. Nestle, they got a huge variety. Uh, Could have got some Sparties in there or something. <laughs> stuck on palm trees and coffee. So. Nestle giving you a good name, Nestle Team of the Week. Um, 123 points, solid, 4-4-2, as we said. Emilio getting three representatives, but all on the bench, all making the pine. So uh, an almost sort of week for him there. 
um, some good results, but not great results. Um, Keelan, Nick, Kiza, Chris, Scotty, you guys all got two players and a few singles to Ben and Christian. Um, yeah, I think me and Duncan were out this week. No players representing shit score. Um, which is a good segue into our favorite segment. Um, Beric's favorite segment this week, uh, our worst coach of the week who picked the penalty takers. So, what they have to know is that you know, n- none of them are on their own. Um, we win and lose as a team, and the penalty takers are my call. You know, we, we've worked on them in training. Um, that's my decision. Uh, yeah, obvious, obvious calls. Um, 23 points to me, 25 points to Duncan. Um, it will be worth mentioning really quick as well that last the Mardo Bet Cup, I didn't mention quickly in the reviews, but in the Mardo Bet Cup, Clop it like it's hot, Benny's team lost to European royalty by one point. So first ranked <laughs> lost to eighth ranked. Um, so Benny had two losses this week by two points and one point. Just want to bring that up. Um, Chris, your team, your team got the uh, job done against uh, what color ref Kizzer's team? 48 to 40. He's got the job done. Keen as mustard. Scotty, your team losing third to six. You lost to Keelan there, 36 to uh, 38 to 45. So Keelan going through there. A bit of a, Can I have a recount on that because um, that was already in the book. We'd already put that result in the book in my favor. So I just want to get a recount. <laughs> we already gave you 100% value, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Paid out. Yeah, uh, I think it's one of those ones where sports bet, yeah, like Mardo bet paid out, um, but had to eat the words and just let Keelan's team go through nonetheless. Um, and then that was the last game, Akin Femobachi beating, talk about Bruno, 25 to 23. So Duncan getting through to the next round with a score of 25. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a disgrace. That's an absolute disgrace, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Your worst coach of the world is solely based on that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, um, teams who lost twice this week, me and Ben. Um, <laughs> who was it again? It's Ben's team lost. Might have been cup as well. <laughs> Kicked off top of the ladder and uh, loses his cup game first round in the quarter stage. So, yeah, not a great <laughs> <laughs> Um um, yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk any further past my team score of twenty three or not? Uh, it's pretty bad, Brian. Um, there's not much getting around it. Yeah, and like Scotty and I gave you tips on the last pod, and you made bugger all changes. So, <laughs> you had a, and you had a week to think about it. Yeah, you had a week, mate. <laughs> yeah, team's not good. Um, Kulisevsky yeah. digging me a bit of roulette there. Um, Darwin coming in doing nothing. Yeah, and the one guy you were gonna trade out, but then forgot to scored your highest points. So that yeah. does so much. Yeah, Patterson scoring six. Uh, and I left points on the bench with Target with having six. So it's pretty much a perfect storm of garbageness. Um, and I'll be wholly transitioning into a Newcastle team, I would imagine, by next week. Yeah. Dun- does Duncan fall in the category of consistent, consistently shit? So he's out of the race. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, I was going to say Christian's put up twenty nine points, another sub thirty. Uh, 
Who did he bring, who did he bring in as his number one waiver this week? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, Might have been Mope. Who's Andreas? Yeah, no, he brought he him last week. No, he brought in Mope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. Did you talk about him on the um, last week's pod, Chris? Yeah, I think was we were talking a, about was that, a psych, was that a psych? Was that a Yeah, I think I've psyched him in. Uh, but let's be honest, um, Christian's traded out Ray Charleston this week, who's the highest scoring player. Um, so there's some interesting moves going on. <laughs> some in- interesting strategies. So is it out of um, Brian and Benny Boy? Both lost twice. Benny gives up top spot. Yeah. And he lost to Emilio, which wouldn't make, you know, he really fights to not lose to Emilio. And he but... also... He also had um, Firmino on his team. You had to know that he wasn't going to play, surely. <laughs> and he gave up seven points on the bench with Johnson, who you knew was going to score. Boston's <laughs> <laughs> not the win. Let's not get ourselves. He's starting to choke. That's a real choke move. So, But let's be honest. If Chilwell doesn't come on and score that goal and give it to Havertz, like if he doesn't give the assist to Havertz, that's 16 points that he wouldn't – he would have scored 20 points. No, nah, because then if he didn't play, then he gets Johnson on the field with seven. So it's not actually a big loss. Would have scored 27 points. No, I'm saying if Chilwell doesn't come on, like if he, if he starts on the field and doesn't come on, then he gets subbed to the bench and Johnson would have come on. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. still would have been 33. No, but Havertz wouldn't have scored, Brian. So that's another six off. Oh, you're going to take those points as well. So we're just yeah, going to well, say you're Havertz pretty much <laughs> He tapped it. <laughs> you don't think Kukureya would have got the assist or scored a goal himself? So it would have oh, been, I wish he did. Would have been sub 30, <laughs> which seems to be the benchmark. So we're going to go on theoretically if he did that play and see if we can score it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to vote. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, look, um, yeah, Brian, you're the worst coach of the week. I'm voting for. Ben. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm voting for Brian. Uh, Scotty, you're the deciding. Uh... Oh, fuck. Look, I'm not one to normally upset people. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if it's a three way tie? You got oh, through Emilio. Lick a magic coin or something or figure it out. I don't know. Don't have ties. Don't have ties. You got to pick one. Ryan vetoes it though. <laughs> no, no. I can be worst coach. It was a shit score. So, <laughs> actually, the worst. Um, I think it's really emotional at the moment. And I don't know if we could deal with another outburst. And I wouldn't watch his video anyway. So, unfortunately, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, fair call. Um, as I said, rightly deserved worst coach of the week. That's a garbage score. Um, and as I said, I would have got rid of Patterson if I hadn't stuffed up there anyway. And then I left target. So, I picked the penalty takers. Um, they're all shit. 
Brian, I'm, I'm looking Look forward to investing in Newcastle and being double double up on my pain each week. Who's, who's left, though, that you can get? Yeah, good question. Because um, Cher's taken and Botman's taken. Uh, I've got El Moron and St. Maximum. Yeah, Joel Linton's taken. Crazy, uh, People will trade for you. I might be able to get Wilson, although he's injured. No, it turns out Emilio's got him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can't get Isaac. It turns out actually a lot of people have Newcastle players at the moment. So, yeah, I don't know what I can actually get out of that, but I'll see what I can do. Maybe trade hard for them and, and see how that goes. But Well, um, I've got Elmer on the new blokes are playing West Ham. You've got to get through Rice. Danger game. Uh, could be interesting. They, they haven't started too well, West Ham, and the, the gods are against them with VAR and stuff. So, although the gods are against us also. So it'll be a VAR off and we'll see who's more cursed this week, I would imagine. It's going to be interesting. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, well, nonetheless, pick the penalty takers, worst coach of the week. Uh, definitely me, absolute garbage. Uh, but Benny, you're on notice. Uh, lost two games this week and got kicked off the top. That's real choke stuff. So pick your game up and uh, get yourself back in there um, and go again. Um, speaking of the Motobet Cup really quick, the semifinals this week. Um, so we have the fourth placed or fourth ranked um, Akin Femobachi taking on European royalty. So a place for the final, we've got um, Duncan versus Emilio, whose teams at the moment are not buzzing at all, going terribly. So one of them is getting through to the final. And then we've got, um, yeah, Chris Harry Maguire taking on Champ Champ. Keelan's team also uh, lowly sixth there. They were the sixth ranked team. So Chris, you're now the red hot favourite. In the Matobet Cup, um, Kyrgios getting right up there. Yeah, fuck you, Keelan. I really hope I don't lose to you. I really, really hope I don't. You're representing the top four, Chris. I am. And I, I can't be letting Keelan get free league fees into next season because he's such a tight ass and we all know how much he'd love that. We don't want him to take anything out of this season, so I better beat him. Chris, he's not a tight ass. He's just emotionally invested in his money. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, I heard he rolls his money in poo so no one steals it. That's how emotionally <laughs> invested he is. Oh, well, thank you, Nestle, for that one. I'm always helping Keelan out. Uh, all right, well, let's look at then the previews for this week's games. Um, the first one we've got is Silathan, Nick's team, 2-1 and 3 record, 2-22 goal difference, 7th place on the rise, taking on my team. Talk about Bruno, uh, the current worst coach of the week, 8th um, place, 2-37 goal difference. Um, so he's jumped above me and a good look there. I don't know what his home ground is. I can't remember what he said it was or if he's got one. Um, so it'll be played down at Lillardale again, uh, playing at Lillardale Reserve. Um, so it's going to be interesting, neutral ground basically, but um, see how we go. Chris, thoughts? Do you get Nick get this done or? Um, look, let's hope Nick does pull out his highest score this week, Brian, because he's going to need it to beat 23. Um, <laughs> it's going to be rough going for him. Um, you, wouldn't want to waste, you wouldn't want to waste a good score this week against Newcastle's yeah. second 11. So. You would not. You would not want to waste a good score, Nick. So just, um, you know, manage it well and pull out a 24 and you should be right. But Winviz has this down as 90 to 10, Nick's way. Yeah, fair play on that. My team's shit. So um, <laughs> to pull Keelan's line, my team's shit. 
looking forward to seeing how we go. Um, you never know, we might be able to bounce back, win the last three on the trot and end up mid-table and wasting another season. Uh, Going to be worth it. Um, the next one, Keenan's Mustard, third place, 4-2 record, 270Q goal difference, taking on European royalty, 235 goal difference, 2-4 record in, what's that, eighth, no, ninth place there. So second bottom um, on the table at the hot dog stand. You're home there, Scotty. You thinking good chance? Yeah, I think we'll do some munching. And um, I'm worried about Wilson and Martial. But, um, <laughs> and um, I just hope Carvalho, Carvalho doesn't um, get over his dead leg issue. Um, 75% chance, chance of playing with a dead leg. But, um, uh, yeah, who was the other one who had the dead leg during the week? I think it was Isaac, wasn't it? I yeah, think. Isaac. What's with yeah. that? Remember last season someone had like a broken pelvis or something? <laughs> <laughs> and now we got dead legs. Who's writing these injuries? They're just so foolish. Oh, they don't have no idea. Yeah, laugh and taking them in. Oh, having an absolute laugh. It's great, though. Um, But, yeah, um, I think I'll get it done. I think he's still got Bailey. I don't even know who he is. He's still got him. <laughs> um, I think it's hard. really... It's 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 Kane or nothing for for um, Emilio at the moment. So keeping quiet. Who's Tottenham play? Oh, they got City. So um, all the smirkage uh, meter just broke. So yeah, no, not a bad matchup. So yeah, should be all right. Be all right. Chris, you got the wind is on it. Yeah, look, um, this has Scotty at uh 95% and um Emilio at five percent chance that he'll definitely lose. Well, okay, so not giving it much of a look. And Scotty, if he wins, could go up to second because we've got a massive matchup um to go through a little bit later as well. The next one though, um Akin Femobachi. Duncan's team on the slide, three and three, 243 goal difference, taking on Keelan's champ champ, 249 goal difference, also three and three in fifth place. So only goal difference splitting them there. Um, this would be a personal one, I would imagine, Duncan versus Keelan. Um, yeah, both Duncan very, very happy to rip into Keelan from the get-go as soon as entering the um, the group chat, wasn't he? So way to mark it down and wind his man up from the very get-go. Yeah, yeah. Duncan's got a good team, though. Like, I reckon they could all fight. <laughs> um, did you just borrow my smirkage meter? <laughs> I broke yours. Why would I borrow yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, mean, he, I can see why. Because he, he's got Bamford. So, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the Leeds version of a cheat code. <laughs> Oh, man, if it was a Leeds version of a dead leg, it's uh, Bamford, I would imagine. Yeah, that's why they call him Bunnings Bamford, <laughs> the Bunnings version. Oh, man. Uh, let me check a win biz on that. Beep, 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 beep. 50-50 came out 50-50, 3-3 record, not much goal difference splitting them. Yeah, win biz can't split this one either. So real open one there, even at the Fartress at Duncan's home there. It's going to be interesting to see how that one rolls out. 
Uh, the next one, what colour ref? Kizzer's team just making a really late run here. 4-1 and 2 record in fourth place. Um, <laughs> taking on Rebecca Vardy. No wins. Fifth place. 189 goal difference. On track for the worst season. Like, do we mention it? We're six rounds in. And he can pick up the win. <laughs> right. Right. Oh. Christian's been um, his top of the waivers this week. <laughs> in a bomber yang. Um, oh, actually, he's not top of the waivers. That'd be you, wouldn't it, Brian? No, no, he's still 10th. I think every single week <laughs> <Rebbe's> 10th. <laughs> well, okay, so Christian's bringing in a bomber yang. Um, so there's another player who probably won't start any games until about round nine. <laughs> so it's, it's real trouble time for uh, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, you got the wind is on it? Mm. This is a real danger game for Kizzo. <laughs> I can see, I can see Christian cracking the thirty mark this week, <laughs> and it might just be being enough. So, um, we'll just consult the windies here. Boop, 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 boop. And um, it's got um Christian at um. 53 and a half, and Kizer at 46.5. Okay, so going to 0.5. So there's a bit of doubt in there, but uh, yeah, danger game, absolutely. Then uh, Re- Rebecca Vardy um, could get the job done there. Uh, just on that, I think um, the draw that Kizer had earlier in the season could be very costly for him. Very, very costly. It could be. It, it's either going to be a tiebreaker if he's lucky, the one point that gets him over the line, or he's going to be two points short on something you would imagine. So he's got the two losses. Two losses isn't so bad if he wins the rest, but he definitely needs to win the rest, um, starting with Rebecca Vardy this week if he can. But if not, it's um, season done, you would think. Christian could crack um, 200 goal difference too this week, which would be a momentous occasion for his team too. Yeah, only um what two weeks later than the top of the league. But uh, is, uh yeah, two hundred you want to get past that marker. Would have thought three hundred you want to get past that marker by the end of the season as well. <laughs> uh, so let's go to the last game, game of the round. No doubt about it. First first second, Harry Maguire, goal difference ahead, five and one record, two seventy nine. Someone who is close to the 300 barrier, um, taking on Coppet like it's hot, 263. So also pretty close, 5 on record. Um, it's at Harvey Elliott Park. So definitely won't have trouble finding it because it's just between uh, London and Liverpool. So easy, short journey. <laughs> won't definitely easy find ride. it. Yeah. Won't even need to see bus, I would have thought. You could just no. carpool um, yeah. in short doses. So Chris, give us, give us some insight. You think this is a win or not? Oh, this is really hard. Um, I wish I'd played Benny last week um, because he was garbage. Um, but he's not the kind of guy that sits there and doesn't make changes. So it'd be interesting to see what he does. Um, yeah, it's a big week because um, whoever loses is, you know, dropped down with Scotty and it's a pretty log jam. So it'd be interesting. This is the one where Scotty is pretty keen to see who loses. I think he wants me to lose, which is fair enough. Um, but it's going to be tight. It is going to be tight. I was just uh, sorry, have a, a look. You said he he would definitely change his team. Um, I just wanted to have a look. I see there's only it's probably only made 
three changes to his team from the start. <laughs> so it's pretty similar if you look at the start. Total a, transactions four. Yeah, if you if you players are Creswell, I see is no longer there, and Ketia is no longer there. Um, but otherwise, it looks pretty similar to what the first round team looked like. So you might need to get a little bit of a move with it, some trades as well. Didn't but... you trade in, in Ketia for someone? I think that was a Firmino one, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so I think he did about the, that at length. the one with uh, Duncan there that's definitely paid off for him the last few weeks, but as soon as Firmino's gone to the bench, he's struggled. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, mm. Darwin, the Wild Wolf Thornberry, gets on this week or um, whether he mm. gets Firmino in. But it's Liverpool roulette, isn't it? Because he's got Firmino, Luis Diaz and Matip. And... All three of those guys could be on the bench or on the field. You just don't know. So that's where it gets interesting for me. And then he's got Rodri, who's very similar at Man City. Sometimes starts, sometimes doesn't play. And then he's got Chilwell, who didn't start last week. So he's got a lot of non-starter starters, which is interesting. So mm-hmm. it could go either way. Could go either way. Uh, if I consult the win biz. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, thank you for that, Leafy. I see you're still doing your job uh, a bit more efficiently than you have in the past too, which is good. Uh, don't stuff it up next week. Um, cop it like it's hot. 90% chance to win this week, but also a 90% chance to lose for the next two weeks after that. So going to be strange. So Winviz has gone well ahead. Thinks he'll win this week, lose the following two. Strange, strange. Uh, that Winviz probably your time machine, Brian. Yeah, it must have jumped in. <laughs> Leafy's just gone ahead of time and like that one up and sees well, a big we could, joke. We could trust Leafy in a time machine. <laughs> Definitely got that right. What a combo. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so there we have it. We, we reviewed the round. Um, another big game week coming up. It looks like a three or four horse race. I don't see anyone else getting past that. So there's a bunch who maybe are still in the cup, giving themselves a sniff, especially representing the bottom of the table there. Um a few others need to stay engaged to finish off the season and bring some credibility back to their side uh, in the lead up to season two. Just quickly in regards to season two, because it will not, we don't have enough time before the World Cup to finish a full nine game season. What I'm thinking is two pools. We'll do two pools of five. You play each other once, so that's four game weeks, and then we'll maybe go into a semi-finals or or a final eight and be able to go from there. So maybe do some eliminations bit by bit. It wouldn't have to be off. Although we'll pick our team on the app, there'll probably be a bunch of fixtures external to that. Maybe I'll chuck it on the Google Doc or something like that. We'll see how we go. But just giving people a heads up now. Get another season in before the World Cup, um, and then we can all enjoy that as well without having to worry about our sides. Don't need a Google Doc. Brian Butcher's paper will do the job. That's fine. Then I have to buy a butcher's paper, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I spend all our budget on a, on a Zoom uh, subscription. So. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So we're struggling here now. Uh, that was that was definitely all of our budget for the next three seasons. I just spent it in advance. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll live with that one. But any, any uh, final words? No, I'm good, Brian. I think Scotty's got a few, though. Um. Yeah, kids of the dark horse. I think that's what we've got out of today's pod. Um, Also, that's that's it. Watch out for kids. Watch out for kids. On the rise, probably do a pod as well. So, looking forward to having kids the next week after a huge victory and 
um, champagne popping everywhere. It's going to be interesting. Looking forward to it, Kiz, and uh, looking forward to it for the rest of the league as well. Um, time to get your banter up, and especially if you're like me and you've got nothing to play for anymore. So, um, love your work and uh, enjoy. Southgate Fantasy League Podcast.